Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you score, I suck at Call of Duty. The Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by Marcus Hurley and Will. So it's E3 time again. Uh, most of the conferences have happened, and uh, yeah, uh, I've got some feelings. I hope <laughs> you guys have got some feelings too. I've got some feelings. <laughs> I don't do feelings. <laughs> so who would like to go first with their overall feelings without naming any games specifically? My feelings is that I utterly, utterly, utterly abhor the phrase deep dive. Okay. And this was full of deep diving. And um, I've been saying that term myself I know, quite a lot. But I've just associated it with wankiness because everyone I've heard that has uttered it has been a wanker. <laughs> Thanks. <Ooh. laughs> While we're on that note, my feeling is they shouldn't allow like professional influences into these things because they're the ones that stand in there and when Beth Esther are saying oh yeah we're going to put our patch out for this game you've got guys going whoa yeah do you know what yeah! do you know what do you oh, notice God. that that was purely for their benefit because it was only the first two rows that had the stand innovations and all that I had a look at that and it was the first couple of rows and they were there to make the most noise oh yeah there was a lot of heckling um, well it wasn't even heckling it... it was mindless cheering it was paid for it was paper clap <laughs> So joy should be banned. No, from it's not joy. It's fake joy. It's canned yeah. laughter. I, I don't. Yeah, I know. In some cases, no, it I mean, was purely nauseating. for the Bethesda one. Oh um, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I skipped through quite a lot of that, so maybe didn't I much. didn't notice it so much. Um, oh, it was. I found agony. it. I found it particularly uh, egregious at Square, but then I think I might have just been in a foul mood yesterday yeah. morning. Well, it's a shame you're not allowed to mention any particular games at this no. stage, Rob, because I can't imagine what thing in the Square Conference put you in a foul mood. No. We no, must, we'll we must enter we'll this with eyes unclouded by hate. That's right. And That's then it. bring the hate. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think um, my overall feeling was um, that this seemed very much like a stopgap year for the industry. Yes. Um, yeah. It definitely feels like we're on the eve of the next generation. Oh, yeah. And um, I also thought that, um, yeah, yeah, like basically as, mu- as, as many game announcements as there were, there didn't seem to be an awful lot of stuff looking that far ahead because I think they're holding all that back. Yeah. Um, I think in some cases they may have even jumped the gun with some of that, especially Bethesda last year. Um but yeah, um, yeah, that that's kind of my overall feelings on it. I think um, I, I I'm just grateful that I can play everything that I want to play in the next twelve months, probably, 
and not have to quit my job. To be fair to Bethesda, I don't think they jumped the gun last year. They had been being asked for years and years and years when you know when Elder Six, Elder Scrolls Six, will be a thing. And so yeah. what they did last year is they just confirmed it's there, but it's a long way away. So can you stop fucking asking now, please? Oh, and before that, there is another game as well, which is a long fucking way away. We've told you about them. Now can we focus on the near term? So yeah. I'll, I will give Bethesda that. Okay. Yeah. Fair dues. Uh, but, and have you got any other general thoughts that I, Mark, Marcus and I haven't covered, really? I was generally... Uh, to, to extend on your theme, I've, I was generally ambivalent. There, was a, there were a few exciting games, and we'll definitely cover those. And there were a couple mm. of things that uh, certainly made you seem to um, swivel your head around and throw up all around the walls, uh, and I'm sure we'll probably cover that as well. Yeah. Uh, but really, I felt a bit meh. Yes. Um, overall, nothing really excited me that was new, with, it, with one exception. The only thing that I didn't already know for certain... That hadn't been officially confirmed, and we'll figure out what that might be later. Um, there was only really one that I went, oh, yes, day one, and I hadn't really known anything much about it or hadn't known these things. The rest are all games we knew about, finding out more detail and going, oh, yes, that is as good as I'd already expected. Um, <laughs> th- there was nothing new for me. Um, no. For me, yeah, it was quite lacklustre. I mean, compared to last year, when... You know, a couple of them, you kind of go, oh, who won E3? This year, there isn't even really talk about it. There are a few exceptional moments, but Shit. overall, I think no one even came close to breaking even, let alone winning. I think Microsoft they... Microsoft I think, only needed to phone it in without their main competition. There. Yeah, it was quite muted. I mean, when they said they were going to show off like 60 games, 100 and something games, talking about their new console, I was thinking, holy shit, now that Sony have kind of just stepped out, they're swinging their MS dick around and <laughs> and they're going to basically it, just take over, which they didn't it, do. I'm really yeah, surprised. Yeah, I mean, okay, uh, <laughs> sort of... Danger of, of, of moving into specifics slightly, mm. just slightly here. We'll hover around um, a little bit longer. but Yeah, uh, the, the, the lack of a reveal of the new Xbox, I didn't find too surprising. It was disappointing, sure, but I didn't find it surprising. Because Sony had decided to step away this year, I, think, I don't think they wanted to I, uh, show their cards that early I on. I wanted to see some sort of technical demo. Too early, too soon. Neither well, of them, neither yeah, wants to get know, their cock out until the other like, one has. Yeah, but I kind of thought it was kind of like, oh, they were going to go and do it and, so, and see whether Sony flinch or they not. Confer- yeah, but look, they've, they've confirmed the dates and they've confirmed some basics. They've said it yeah. is going to be out holiday next year, so we're talking yeah. November release. Now, there is time to change the tech specs. If they put anything down solid on paper... Sony, yeah. you've got something to beat. Similarly, if Sony I, say exactly what it's going to have, it'll beat it. They talk about principles. Yeah, saying it'll have an SD. They're not saying what kind of SD. It's true. I did. Um, I did find one phrase they used um, interesting when they said they're trying to cater for four generations of Xbox with this one. So are they basically doing what the Xbox One X does and going back, and all the games will still work on the same uh, platform in certain be ways? My because the other, that's, yeah, that, that's yeah. what they said in the video, and that got yeah. me a bit full backwards compatibility. Yeah, groovy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I expect that pretty much. I, I think that's yeah. one of the bullet points, along with the tech specs that they announced. They are pretty much in line with what Sony was yeah. is targeting. You know, they're just saying, "Yeah, we're making that too." Pretty much. Yeah. So, what I really liked actually was, oh, what's the what's the ex Phil Spencer? Yep. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I liked, he pointed out, he did the opposite of the Don Matrick thing that was done with the Xbox One reveal where he went, this is going to be the one box that you need under the telly, all of your entertainment. Yeah. Spencer's gone, yeah, okay, we listened, we've learned, and we're putting a box that's there for games. And You know who yeah, that was shot at? They've got that right. Oh, yeah, they're not making that mistake again. You know who yeah. that was shot at? Uh, well, Matrick? No, it's it's Stadia. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. It no, was a, it was a sta- it was a it was a direct thing to say that because they started off by saying for us the console mm. is the most important thing, whereas Google is saying TV and streaming is the way forwards. They mm. put their foot down and said they're still going to be in the console business, even though they've got X Cloud. They're not looking to lose that box and make it a full I- service. It's interesting. That's not what I read into it. But there we go. Well, that's, that's that's they, point, they point blank started out with that when they mentioned the console. Well, they, they said that, but I think the, uh, the mention about it being completely about the games, I think that was more of a course correction. Yeah. A, a course correction they have already made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but just a message that they wanted to uh, re- reaffirm, you know, yeah. that this next machine will be all about the games and that's all it's yeah. about. We got yeah. it, we fucked up, now yeah, we're doing it properly. Um, no, the reason why yeah. I, I took that kind of thing because Google launched another little ad, uh, another little kind of like a Google Direct or whatever, we'll call them Directs because Nintendo does it, um, mm. about the Stadia just literally a few days before. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what made me think it was a direct response to that. There's a yeah, new well, platform element coming onto the stage and they're saying we're all about the games and this and that's it. We're going to focus. We're going to try and get everyone on board because we're going to try and make games for you. And that's what I kind of took from it a bit. It's interesting because yeah. I think you'll be able to get an Xbox Live subscription on the Stadia eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah, like I money. Think the, <laughs> I think the streaming future was definitely... Uh, it's It definitely cast its shadow yes. over the whole thing, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, we'll, we'll, but we'll get into that a bit more later on oh yeah sorry but, uh, yeah. fair point yeah yeah okay oh, so shit. i uh, should have saved that amazing insight for later well I? no i thought it was yeah. pretty good because it was kind of like <laughs> there was an element of fighting talk you know even though they didn't outright even though no one was outright squaring off i thought it was quite quite a nice bit that was one of the good moments for me yeah cool but overall atmospherically yeah. bit of a damp squib none yeah. of the conferences ended and i really went Oh, that was a really good show. Most of them, I thought, oh, okay, there's a couple of bits I'm interested in. Mm. But last year, Bethesda, despite the <laughs> bullshit that Fallout 76 turned out to be in the end, and we'll talk about the changes to that in a bit, maybe, um, Bethesda's confidence blew me away. Uh, conference, even. And confidence. <laughs> hey, both. La- last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Not this year. Yeah, no, yeah not this year. <laughs> not this year. <laughs> no, no, this year no, was a marketing exercise. Yeah, they, they took what well, we are Bethesda from last year and just ran with it. I think there there was a there was an element of apology at least though um, for the uh, events of the last year. <laughs> but no yeah. Fallout New Vegas remaster. No, which leads us into yeah, quite <laughs> indeed. Um, no, I just wanted to quickly say it was telling uh, at the Bethesda conference that Todd Howard they wheeled him out at the start. Hmm. rather than at the end. He was not the headliner at that <laughs> conference this no. year at all. He was the, mm, sorry, uh, we're fixing it, kind of. But yeah, anyway, that actually leads me into uh, our predictions. Yep. So, um, 
yeah, we made a few predictions on the last show, and uh, internal I don't remember note here. what I said, but I know it must have been that shit. I know I was <laughs> drunk. I think I was one step away from having a map and string going to various locations and wearing a paper hat. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, don't worry. I do remember because I listened back to the show yesterday. Here we go. Uh, okay, so the first prediction was one that I made. One of my theories is that Microsoft, like any third-party stuff, uh, like, say, maybe Cyberpunk, I think that's all going to be at the Xbox conference. So, I mean, I was fairly on the money there, I think. Ding! Bit of an easy one. It was was an easy one. Just started for ten. Yeah, okay. So, my second one was... My first bold prediction is that, that Bethesda, at their conference... They're going to do something with Fallout 76. And I feel like what they're going to do is is kind of Trojan horse a free-to-play announcement in amongst a the announcement of a shitload of updates to it. I think I got that... Yeah, I, 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 was, I was getting there. I feel like they... I, I feel like they, uh, they they definitely making moves that yeah. they're going to do a free trial okay. for the game. Yeah, but they do that with Elder Scrolls on occasion, once a couple of times a year, just to get people in. Yeah, I suppose. But going so, free so, to play is a very different thing. Yeah. See, I, I just assumed they were at ground zero. Clearly, they don't think of it that way. Uh, and, and their data and their investment and everything, they, they feel there's still something there. They're going to try and turn it around. Um and you know what? A... when the new patch comes in, I'm going to give it another go. Yeah, it might be worth it. They're, they're fixing all of the main yeah. issues, as in lack of single-player story, lack of NPCs, um, and they're adding a Battle Royale mode, which yeah. I think might be a bridge too far. Was it but, Ring of Fire? Uh, I think they're just throwing yes, it was, everything they, yeah. at it. Yeah, they had Johnny Cash. Well, yeah. not Johnny Cash. They had a terrible cover of a great song um, doing that. Yeah. Oh, well, they have to, don't they? Big flamey ring. And... That's it, yeah. No, I so, mean, I, for me, it was off-putting because of just I didn't think it was worth that price, the full-price game. If it had come yeah, well, in cheaper... Yeah, well, now it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> sure they'll re- they'll probably do some kind of re-release of it, I think, once they know they've got it right or they've yeah. grown their audience. But if you want to make it, you know, a sly investment in it now, uh, ahead of time, you can pick it up for like 12 quid. I picked oh, it up for on- £10 on Black Friday last year, a month after it came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's actually gone up in value. So it must have improved yeah. slightly. Can I just point out? I think it was a, a, a sort of semi-joking one a year ago in our post E3 breakdown. The and we said, "Oh yeah, you know what? Fallout seventy six battle royale." I'm yeah. pretty certain was said. So you know, we'll take a, a we'll take a late ding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next prediction I've got, um, unfortunately, will. I think we're going to see a new console. Not a new PlayStation, not a new Xbox, not a new Nintendo, but a new console. I was just wondering if um, one, you know, Samsung or someone might put something yeah. out, and that's a... Yeah, unfortunately so. Um, Would have been fun. So, yeah, yeah, no new consoles. Although they, 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 somebody made the announcement. I think the guys that made... Um, what was the game where you were going around... Uh, it, 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 around a forest or something. There's there's like a console that's been announced that's got a crank on the side um, and it's going to play like these really cheap little games. It's, oh, I have to dig it out. But, uh, oh, is it the handheld one or something? I mm, don't know about hey? that. 
Oh, no, never mind, never mind. I'm getting confused. But Devolver have put out a new uh, sort of arcade cabinet for one of their games that looks yeah. $5,000 and is real. I love you, Devolver. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are absolutely brilliant. What I just I saw that conference today. Just... Do you know um, where their stand is at E3? It's in a car park over the road. They've been doing it in a car park <laughs> over the road for 10 years. Because oh, they're saying having a stall in E3 would cost 10 years worth of their marketing budget. So they just rent a parking <laughs> lot over the road and they've oh, got like um, air hockey tables and a bubble machine and shit. That is amazing. <laughs> I love those guys. The, the... I, th- I think a lot of the stuff around E3 though uh, happens, like some people don't consider like the EA thing officially E3, even though it's the same weekend, but oh, I don't know. It's all part it's, of the celebration. because, yeah. Nintendo Unless you like Direct, Madden, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo Direct yeah. isn't part of E3. No, but they put no. it out around that time. Exactly. Um, they, uh, yeah, sorry, that console is called the Playdate, and uh, it's from app developer Panic. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very odd. I think it's just it's like deliberately hipster and weird. So don't worry about that too much. Oh, to be used uh, by the sort of people that take a typewriter to the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That exactly, exactly right. Okay, uh, carrying on with predictions. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and uh, I'm just being like hopelessly and futilely optimistic, and say that yeah. maybe Square might show that Avengers game that they that they are apparently working on. Have you calmed down yet, Robert? Brief. A little bit. Brief. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the problem with the reveal of this wasn't so much that the game looked undercooked yeah. uh, and from a quality point of view <laughs> left a lot to be desired <laughs> when you look at more recent superhero fare, yes. as in Arkham, Spider-Man, that wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah, It wasn't really that so much. It was the fact that the messaging was so bad. The fact that all they wanted to talk about was that, oh, there'll be content coming for years to come. And, oh, there'll be co-op gameplay. But what fucking gameplay? They didn't show any of it. Nope. So it just, uh, I really thought it was uh, really left a lot to be desired. The other thing that the internet's been having a lot of fun with is the fact that they, rather than kind of going their own way, like Marvel, uh, like Insomniac did with Spider-Man, they've kind of stuck to what the Avengers look like, but... They haven't used their faces. Yeah. Or, and they haven't even made an effort with the faces. They worked with Marvel to design well, those well, Avengers Banner, based on the comic com- books. Banner's completely uh. different, isn't he? He's, he's got, like, longish brown hair. Um, yeah. So he's not Mark Ruffalo at all. The others no, are, right. Are, it's like they're not squint, the actors paid. They're like the yeah. ones in the comic books. Yeah. But yeah. why does it... But this is a mystery to me. Why does it bother me with in this uh, presentation... Uh, with this project, but I looked at the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance yes, free demo on that. Switch and went, that looks cool, I'll play yeah. that. Because of your blatant autism. No, do you know what it is? It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose. It's, it's because they're wearing the outfits, so it's almost like they're renter superheroes. Yeah, the stunt doubles. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah, in I'll, the Marvel Alliance, yeah. they're all designed from the ground up. Yeah. So they've all got like unique versions of their costumes for that. Yeah, you're right. And they've got the, the more comic the booky films. faces. Gear from the films with the wrong heads on. Yeah. Whereas if it yeah. was a unique take on the outfits... Or even traditional Marvel-style outfits from like comics and stuff, yeah. it wouldn't have been an issue. 
If they'd made Except, it less photorealistic and done some cell shading cool shit yeah. like Borderlands does, that'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. But Hell, I th- if they went the- back to Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom style, that was just like cartoony, the opening for that, that was awesome. I think um, so. I, yeah. looked, I looked at the game and I thought, oh, that looks fun. Doesn't bother me. thing is, I've not yeah. seen all the MCU films. I've never particularly been... I quite enjoy them. They're all right. Uh, I know I'm a bit of a philistine in this company saying these things, but they're okay. They're a bit no, of a laugh. No, I've, I, I wait for that. them to come onto Sky and I watch them. Greatest cinematic achievement ever. Apart from... <laughs> Clearly, you've never seen Bernard and the Genie. No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> or... Um... <laughs> Long Kiss Goodbye starring Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson. Vicar of Dibley. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dwayne other, I, I think the other thing that's, that makes my blood boil about all this is the fact that they uh, basically pulled people off of Deus Ex to work on this. Yeah. And it's also, it's, it's the pedigree of those, of those games and the more recent Tomb Raider games that yeah, but great, you haven't taken you know, and... one thing into account. It's the time scale and the deadline. Um, Apparently, they've... they've been working on this for six years. They can't have because well, that explains it because it does look like a PS3 FMV. <laughs> yeah, it does video. look old. Yeah, and it, it, it just old. reminds me of the movie tie-ins they used to make. To be honest, um, yeah. it feels like they've gone back a step. I mean, they're 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 promising like. Free content drops, I guess, like more and more heroes added to it. But I just think the base game, when do, you look at that in the wake of Endgame, like, do you think? Do you think just, they've done it on purpose? Do you think they've hired the same marketing studio that that did the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Uh, I, I can I can only hope for their sakes that that is the and case. Marcus. After the uproar, they'll say, "Okay, we'll fix the faces," and then and then they'll look like the people. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Personally, I'm going to withhold judgment on it. Um, it might be really fun, some, though, Let's to be see honest. some gameplay videos. Let's see yeah. some detail. The reveal trailer would have been good if they could have followed it up with gameplay. The only gameplay that has been seen, apparently, has been behind closed doors. Yeah. Hopefully, in a few months' time, we'll see some footage and we'll be able to uh, make a decent decision. I, I watched an unshallow stroll with the developers um, what? kind of explaining a little more about the game. Sorry, I'm not oh, allowed to use okay. a certain term anymore. You mean an in-depth? Uh, oh, an in-depth interview. That, I believe that's the phrase is that, that is used by normal folk. I think <laughs> oh, you that, don't need to that's... specify the depth of any no. diving or strolling. You just say interview. Yeah, I think it's a okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, well, they have on the uh, <laughs> they have like this these Coliseum interviews on the okay. uh, Game Slice channel. Uh, they've been popping up a bit uh, throughout the week. They're really good. I just watched one with uh, the, the uh, head honcho at CD Projekt. Yeah. And my God, I just have so much love for that company. Uh, I cannot explain it. But anyway, we'll get there. Uh, moving on, uh, predictions-wise, there's only a few more of these, so don't worry. Um, the next one was from Marcus. I saw a rumour about a game, um, and it was linked to an author of a show that's recently come to an end. Um, George R. R. Martin teaming up with From, from Software. Software. Yeah, I'm thinking this might be a backdoor way of announcing Bloodborne too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't specify which year. <laughs> no, we did. We did get yeah. some. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep saying that every year, and someday, like Starship Troopers, I'll win. Well, that's what Rob <laughs> did with Avengers. To be fair, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> that's true. And look how yeah. that came out. 
I know. I, I, careful I, I think careful we what might you wish see, for. I, we won't see Bloodborne 2 because there was no Sony. But I think we might see a Bloodborne 2 tease at a direct or state of play. Yeah, we did get news on another uh, game from that studio, though, didn't we? I'm, I'm, I'm yes, saying that studio from because I'm yep. from software, correct. Uh, they, they've got a project what was that, it called? that you, you did mention Hammer this. Or something weird like that. The, the no, it's called R.R. Martin Collaboration, which I did kind of, yeah. sort of my prediction. It did have a name. They gave it a name. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah. yeah. I have the name in front of me. It is Elden Ring. That's it. Whatever that might mean. Because Elder Scrolls is already taken. <laughs> oh, I suppose, yeah. They might. They could probably be taken to yeah. court for that if there's only one letter difference. <laughs> <laughs> they do like to litigate Elder that, Ring Scrolls. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, there is some, there was some presence from From Software, but not the uh, presence we were looking for. My, my trouble with any From Software game, unless this is uh, has difficulty settings, even with the George Martin collaboration, which interests me a bit... Yeah, I'd rather but... he was writing Game of Thrones. Uh, sorry, Song of Ice and Fire. Um, but it's going to be too rock hard and impenetrable for me. So, um, yeah, on we especially go. if they go back to the way the books were. It's like you'll be walking along suddenly, <laughs> and then your character will just get shot in the head <laughs> by someone yeah, wanting think... you. You'll just die. <laughs> like, oh, can yeah, you imagine I think... a scenario where your character can die, and you just switch characters and carry on. Oh, if only someone did that. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, that yeah. would be such a good idea. Any more predictions left for me, Rob? Uh, yeah, the next one was from you. Uh, yep. And there are some rumours supporting this. Only rumours. Uh, I'm expecting Fallout New Vegas Remastered. Don't. <laughs> that wasn't and the thing I was thinking. <laughs> and you also had uh, another one. So That's is it, it time to see something of Starfield? Because we know Starfield is going to come out before Elder Scrolls Six, so I'm wondering if we'll actually get some detail on what the hell that's all about. Oh. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. Um, there wow. was a prediction between myself and you, Will. I've got some UB predictions. Well, Watch Dogs 3 will be set in London, because that's not a prediction, to be honest. To me, that's fact. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, yeah. fact, they'll be showing something of the new Ghost Recon Breakpoint game that they recently announced, uh, the follow-up to Wildlands. Uh, that's definitely going to have some time on their stage. Um, and also, uh, apparently, one of, the, one of the developers working on the new Splinter Cell game uh, made a tweet saying that he was working on the new Splinter Cell game, uh, which then oh, got taken I... down. We saw Sam Fisher, though. We saw Sam Fisher. Yeah, some sort of mo- yeah, mobile it's game. Some sort of was mobile it? tactics game. It looks shite. I'll never ever touch it. But it had Sam Fisher in it, so we were semi right, just not very. Mm. Yeah, they also uh, almost stole E3 with uh, a presentation made by a well-known Hollywood actor uh, <laughs> who announced his inclusion in the game. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get to that later. <laughs> I think I was doing a but less about uh, John Burnfall. Sorry, yeah, so Watch Dogs. Let's talk Watch Dogs because, uh, yeah, they they made a really impressive uh, debut for that, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Watch, Watch Dogs uh, Legion. Legion. Yeah, so not yes. Watch Dogs 3. Watch Dogs Legion, they're doing... I think, we mentioned, I, think I mentioned this a um, couple of episodes ago. Like the Assassin's Creed, they've stopped numbering it. They're just yeah. putting a tagline oh, no, on. Sneakily, they did. 
Did the they? E what? of Legion. It's three bars. Ooh, like They've done it. in the Japanese style with the two, like, yeah. Oh, well, slightly I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Subtle. But, but it means that you can play Watch Dogs Legion without <laughs> having played Watch Dogs 1 or 2. Mm. Which is the clear yeah, message. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it, uh, apparently, even uh, podcast episodes now, it, it's not a good idea to put the episode number on because it means people are less likely to... Uh, okay. To listen, so this if is... they haven't listened to all the ones before yet, we're on episode 190. Fuck knows now. Or, <laughs> well, let's as we call it, it the undiscovered podcast. <laughs> it's the whole um, madness of King George the Third, isn't it? When mm, a, yeah, it, it, where it bombed because people in the states hadn't seen Madness of King George one or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Watch Dogs Legion looks wicked. Uh, the uh, rumours that you could play as anyone seem to be true. And that's a hell uh, of a mechanic. That looks... That's oh, amazing. If they pull that off. Do you, if... do you know what the best part of that reveal trailer for me was? The old granny? Oh, yeah. yeah. Going around. The, the bit where she was climbing over the banister and clearly struggling. <laughs> At that point, I was sold. I was like, I'm going oh, to have an security railing <laughs> to get out. Yeah. yeah. But the, the fact that she's like an ex-spy contract killer yeah. professional... But it was, it fascinates me. If if they're saying literally anyone on the street you can pick up and play, and they're all individually voiced, and they've all got the dialogue, the sheer amount of effort that must have gone into that, you're going to get to the point where you can swap characters and they've got the same voices. It's going to happen. Yeah. I reckon it's... To me, it seemed very similar to Shadow of Mordor, what they did with that, because that, they did manage... I think Good I might shout. have heard a little bit of overlap there. But I think it's on a similar scale where, I mean, they're, they're going into more like where apparently like all of the, each, uh, each character that you can uh, control has got family that will apparently mourn you and go to visit your grave should they perma-die, yeah. which is nice. nuts. Um, and, and also like uh, it can create ripple effects. Like you, you might, um, there might be two people in an altercation I heard. And if you decide to recruit one of them, that will then uh, create ripples uh, around the one that you didn't recruit oh, you wow. know, for some reason. Like, so it can cause all those sorts of issues. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it is, to me, the most similar thing to Shadow of Mordor I've seen before, where it's sort of procedural. There's obviously a lot of uh, dialogue they've had to can. Um, and, yeah, it's just a giant database, isn't it, of options. Yeah. Uh, but but, but the voice is being associated. This is the trick. If it's well fully voiced for each character you play because you think how much dialogue you get on a standard one now they'll probably get monosyllabic responses from the people you're playing perhaps a lot of the dialogue will be given by the voice in your ear uh that'll yeah. be a way around it but they're going to have to have recorded a hell of a lot of dialogue yeah for a lot they of might be characters to, they might uh have done something procedural with like the pitch of the voice as well maybe so they can probably take like five caucasian male uh you know 20 to 30 yeah, voices. Yeah, take them through the scales. Mm. And, then, and then push them through pitch a bit and adjust it. Like, yeah. maybe they're doing some mad shit like that to give it the illusion. They did uh, that, that in Dragon's Dogma. Voices. In did they? Yeah, Dogma, they did, the yeah. pawns, you could adjust the pitch of the voice thinking about it, I'm sure. So, <laughs> Hello! Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd make a massive pawn, like top height, top bulk, and you'd give it the high-pitched voice, I'm sure. Yeah, Although yeah. I could just be imagining this. Who can say? I think I think you're right on that. Though. Actually, I think you could change the voice a bit. I think so. So, so it's, it's a good shout. It would save. It would reduce the number of voice actors overall. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just I've just been pondering it while I've been, 
I've just been in a in a in a sort I'm, of I'm, fog. I'm loving the um, the political kind of side of it. It's even though it's <clears> shaped by current <throat> proceedings, it has a kind of V for Vendetta feel as well. Oh, very much. Yeah. Um, London, so it's kind of definitely. like a nice way of doing that. I'm I'm loving the idea of <laughs> of trying to unfuck London and like everywhere else around it. And and uh, what was the name of the um, the AI Bagley, I think, which is a very it was the AI that you get that talks to you. I didn't know oh, it was an I AI. Did. To be honest. oh, there's there's a voice. It's almost <laughs> like Jarvis, like Paul Bettany's Jarvis. Oh, I, I heard the voice. I just didn't realise it was an AI. Yeah, well, it's, that's the thing. It's like when when the first character died, and you saw the permadeath thing come mm. up, and it jumped to Helen. Yeah, and it was like, oh, speaking of death, did you hear about what happened to John? And she's like, oh, for Christ's sake, Bagley, too soon. <laughs> so clearly, you're talking to someone who's linked to all of them. Yeah. Okay. I just well, we'll find out. We'll get more detail yeah. when well, we play the game. Was, yeah, that's what made me laugh. That's why, yeah. that's why I started making notes. Well, bloody hell, there's a lot going on there. But the other the <laughs> other thing um, that actually was obviously us all having worked around London all our lives, seeing that shot, yep. particularly the the bridge at Camden. Yeah, yeah. I just went, oh my god! I know that place, and it looks exactly like that. Yeah, but yeah. Even more dystopian than the bridge at Camden looks already. Yes, that was cool. Yes, it definitely. Uh, the idea of playing in your backyard uh, really appeals. Um, I, got, I I had a little bit of a sniff of that when I was playing Syndicate, but obviously this is a lot more now. contemporary setting. Yeah. And well, now the Piccadilly uh, Circus is relatable, and you've got the current oh, yeah. London buses, haven't you? The new route masters going round and stuff. But think how so, big, yeah. it, big it might be, because Camden's a long way away from a lot of Unless the famous Unless there's a quick travel London. to certain areas. No, it's going to be a whole map. No, the, no that's true. The quick, the quick travel is, is, the, is the resistance network that you have. Yeah, you swap characters. You fast travel to a resistance member. So a- if you want to go to... If you've got a mission in Camden, yeah. you, cu- you call up your mate, your, your operative in Camden, and they do the mission. Okay. But the other yeah. thing is as well, as you, when you recruit people, you, you can look into their history and see like, you know, oh, well, we don't want to have him as an enforcer because he's got priors. You know, he's going to be yeah. on date, the police database. He's no good. So you can go into all that. And then once you've done that, you can then tr- give them a, a, a class. There's free classes. There's like stealth, hacking and offense or something. Yeah. Do you know how I think uh, you get around that? Because I did notice what? when they did the multi-grid thing, one of them was a bobby. Yeah, beat cop. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that thinking, might that'd give be you so access. Cool. They're saying it could be anyone because I quite like the idea. I want to fast travel to the city. Well, I should become Norman, the venture capitalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I wonder if Top they skills, didn't say any- cocaine tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't mention anything about like the invasion stuff, which was in the first two games, did they? Oh, it has but- to be there. The, the best, uh, the invasion stuff's the best fun. To yeah. Oh, PvP, I'm not normally a big fan of, but in Watch Dogs, just to kind of go, you know what? I just fancy hacking someone to annoy the yeah. shit out of them, hiding behind yeah. a wall, basically giggling while they frantically try and search for me. It's the best <laughs> game of hide and seek you can do. Yeah. Well, I've pre-ordered it. So, uh, I'm going on March. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's Seriously. out March 6th, I think. So, uh, this was the prediction subject still, wasn't it? Have we got any more predictions oh. or was that the last? Uh, I can. <laughs> are there any worth mentioning? Marcus mentioned something about Dragon Ball. There was definitely something Dragon yeah, Ball related was, there. Yeah, move on. I'm disappointed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will wanted to see more of the Outer Worlds. We got a release date and a yep. trailer. Yes, and the trailer looks amazing. It's the Fallout game I wanted last year. 
yeah, ditto. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the one I play at the end of this year, yeah. I think. More yeah. Fallout than Fallout. <laughs> I'm actually There's relieved no- to an extent that um, Watch Dogs isn't coming out till next year because it gives me a no-brainer in that particular pre-Christmas release window because I think that's yeah. going to be a good couple of months with the play in that game. Yeah, I would imagine so, knowing Obsidian. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, Will wanted uh, Dancing Pandas. We yeah. got the Dancing Pandas. They didn't open, no, but not they in the definitely showed up. Yeah, not in the forefront, but it was there. I will probably <laughs> treat my kids to, to Just Dance 2019 this Christmas. Um, because oh, yeah. if I buy the one that's a year older, it's a cockload cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they got, I got them 2018 this year. They could have 2019 at the end of the year. <laughs> nice. Good stuff. <laughs> um, and Marcus, uh, <laughs> I won't mention... Oh, well... Okay, I'll, I won't mention the prediction about GTA 6 because that was never going to happen. But, well, uh, you know, to be honest, <laughs> we were all hopeful. So well, any one of those things could have happened. happened. I think Watch Dogs will uh, do for now. Um, <laughs> but you did, you were spot on about uh, Final Fantasy 7. That I did get quite the coming out years, party. Show and the release date. Yeah. Yep. On two I'm pre-ordering Blu-ray it now. discs. Two Blu-rays <laughs> for the first part. Yeah, but bear yeah. in mind, the original game was three discs. Oh, I know, but this is... So they've split it by a third. Bonkers, dude. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, we'll move on. We'll get to that bit when we talk about games. Yeah, it does look good. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, so and the release date for that, I believe, is the same week as Watch Dogs. It's like the Monday or Tuesday, and Fuck. Watch Dogs is the Friday. So, yeah. Going to be running around London and Midgar. You're going you're to need some time off, dude. <laughs> Midgar yeah, town. <laughs> it's the only way I'm going to cope with the other thing. But, um, yeah, uh, at the end of our predictions, we made some, uh, like, brief, sort of like what we thought it would be the year of. Um, I said... I think it's either going to be the year of uh, the the new consoles being announced and everyone getting into a froth about that. Well, that's or, that's guaranteed. Come on, something something yeah. more interesting. Come on. Okay. Well, then I'm just I just cast my BDI over what games are actually in development for 2020, and the two that jump out to me are the remake of System Shock and Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Oh, yes. Both of which are first-person uh, immersive sims with, uh, you know, those kind of emergent gameplay. So it looks like we might be having a little bit of a renaissance of uh, the old immersive sim genre. Uh, well, the new consoles will probably come out that year. Microsoft next year. are putting out a new flight simulator game. Well, yeah, that's not the kind of immersive sim I was thinking. I was thinking more like uh, Watch Dogs, kind of cyberpunk, kind of... Uh, Actually, it's <laughs> dystopian future is coming out of those two. Yeah, or, or, or and, and like just sci-fi RPGs, really, uh, or contemporary RPGs. Those seem to be yeah. like you've got... Like from, from, from October, I'll be playing Outer Worlds, maybe Bloodlines, if I can fit it in, which is, again, oh, that's vampires, but it's... Contemporary we and it's an immersive sim. Uh, just early 2020. Oh, you know and when then, it's going to be, don't you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck knows. And then it's Watch Dogs and then straight into Cyberpunk, which got a release date, which I really wasn't expecting. Um, and I'm so happy and it absolutely made my show. Yeah. Not to mention the f- fact that, um, I would just say it now, that Keanu Reeves is in the game <laughs> and was there on stage. Spoilers saying it <laughs> fuck me that was just 
I far lost and away. my shit when that happened. I fucking lost my shit, man. I was just like, oh my god, like you couldn't make me want this game anymore. Do, do, you, know, do you know what? That had the same effect on me than when, or oh, about a billion years ago, when Square did say they were doing a remake of Seven. <laughs> right. Okay. That well, be, then no, I can appreciate. You, you know how much it means to me. So the equivalent scale. I lost. What, they're I, making a remake. That that's the same as Keanu being in Cyberpunk. I don't get the correlation. No, I said when they announced they were doing a remake years ago of this game, so I get to play a game that is possibly second or first favourite game ever and not as a PS1 pixelated game. They're they're rebuilding. They've rebuilt. They're rebuilding. Like Resi 2. It's like Resi 2 reimagined. Yeah, it looks. It's an entirely different game. With oh the well, plot. okay. To each their own. I just, I just can't no, uh, process that. No, but I that. said. Well, the point I was trying to make was that I lost my shit when Keanu came on. As much as that. Right. Okay. <laughs> I just thought the the, the beautiful moment, the, the Eurogamer article that pointed out that uh, we, I was talking about the influencers and the the, the people shouting shit because they're morons, but the guy who shouted out, "You're breathtaking." Yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves. That's <laughs> brilliant. Project Red just gave him like, just giving him a graphic copy of 2077. When it's well, out. no, he said he said you're breathtaking, and then said you're all breathtaking to the whole world, and then uh, the uh, CD Project got in touch with the guy that that did the heckling, and offered him a free copy of the game, and the guy said no, give it to charity. So just love is oh, all around. No, that's cool. Everything is right with the world. Yeah, it's all gonna be fine. <laughs> Except Brexit will put us in watchdogs. But it won't matter because I'll be too busy in cyberspace with Keanu Reeves. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> remind me, what was my prediction, Rob? For what this uh, will be the year of? Randomly, I'm going to go for Year of the Samurai slash Ninja. Looks like the, the, co- the code sign for the character in Cyberpunk is called Samurai. Yeah. So maybe... Yeah, that wasn't really what I was guessing at, though, was it? Yeah. No. And uh, uh, Marcus predicted more. Well, to be honest, I kind of went with um, the year of reimagined games as opposed to necessarily remakes. Remakes, which yeah. is definitely happening if the Square press conference is anything to go by. Yep. Well, it wasn't just Square, so Nintendo. Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Although Zelda um, 2 was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, not Zelda 2, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. When, oh, uh, what's uh, the... uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath the of the Wild. You see, I didn't yeah. like Breath of the Wild, so apparently yeah. I'm a Philistine, but... No, yeah, no, no. Not that bothered. Your, your choice, isn't it? That's cool. <laughs> that's it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of all of our predictions, really. So we can move on, if you like, into our games of the conference. Um. I think we've probably mentioned some of them already. Yeah, I can't wait for <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> um, Marcus, do you want to do you want to kick off? Uh, games the... of the conference. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it's got to be like... um, Watch Dogs. Um, it's got to be Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Hell yeah! I mean, um, we didn't see we didn't see much more of Cyberpunk. But I, I, know... I saw a different part of the story though, like yeah, a different it was, it was angle. Because the first though. time. The first no time we play. saw, yeah, but the first time we saw, the first bit was when the person was there and it was walking through how you can change the person and add the augments and all that. And the second one was the 
there was a guy meeting someone in the car, and there was like a driving part and everything else. Um, that was last E3, and so we yeah, saw a bit is... more story in this one. There, yeah, this was this was more of a, a, a of a cutscene kind of thing, mm. but they 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 are apparently showing more stuff behind closed doors. Yeah, and they'll probably put that out in a few weeks. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that. I've I've been looking at some of the articles on that, and the gameplay is sounding good, really good. Uh, I don't want to get too excited about it because it looks like an excellent game. I've got a lot of time for CDPR, but they've still got plenty of time to put a foot wrong and do something horrible. Uh, and the other thing, so the conversation we were having on the on our little uh, podcast chat, which is an interesting thing, is I don't know whether to wait. I'm going to have to. I, I don't want to pre-order uh, 2077 because if the PlayStation Five is if Sony decides to steal a march on Microsoft and get a couple of months leeway and get that console out sooner, uh, the question becomes, <laughs> a game that looks that graphically beautiful and enthralling, I've got a PlayStation Pro, but might it be even more amazing experience to wait a few months, a couple of months, and play it on the PS5? And I can't, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wait. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much not going to be able to wait. Uh, <laughs> That's, yes. I did this... Yeah, I, it, I don't think there's a game that I've been this excited about since... Uh, I just... Uh, maybe The Witcher, and I couldn't wait for that. I, I think I bought a new video card to, to play that day one. Um, which is what I might do uh, if it comes to it, because it's not going to be any better than a top-of-the-range PC, is it? Whatever gen... Whatever the new consoles are. So that's one way of dealing with that Upgrade your PC? Dilemma. Yeah, uh, not not a bad. Shout. Or, or play it on Stadia, where it'll be the absolute all bells, whistles, is, everything. Is, like, is it announced for Stadia? Genuine question. Uh, it has not been announced for Stadia yet. It Watch would Dogs have been on... announced for Stadia if Stadia had had a, a tool of an opportunity. They would have announced it. I'm sure. Yeah, I suppose as an indie developer, it's entirely up to them, isn't it, whether they bother with it or not. But it's it's. Uh, it's who knows? By by then, it it, it it may be announced for that. I'm sure it's it'll really... get there. I'm sure it'll get there. Actually, I mean, it's Google's money. Google are not afraid to throw a few quid at things. No, that's very true. Okay, uh, what else we got then, games wise? Uh, I made a list. I'm pretty sure. And you done all uh, yours, Marcus? Adventure Time Brawlhalla. <laughs> oh god <laughs> no that, that, that was a that thing was quite, quite a cute take on well obviously Smash Brothers has been doing gangbusters as people say for fucking years so um, I thought other people are trying to get back in on it I think Sony had one before or someone else had one a while ago uh, like All Stars or something like that Brawl yeah, Stars play, for uh, a while PlayStation Battle Royale All Stars it was yeah something, something like that, that. Um, but yeah no, I thought that was quite cute and quite fun Good to see Adventure Time coming back from Limbo or wherever it's been. But, um, yeah, no, to us, I've just got those few games. Yeah, I, I I, didn't mind the look of the Jedi Fallen Order game. That, that mm. um, I saw, I watched the, the demo of that live. I thought EA were actually quite considerate by uh, just giving you actual proper dates and times of what when they would be showing each game. So you could tune in for half an hour, then fuck off when they started talking about FIFA and madden or whatever so yeah they showed jedi fallen order first uh it was like a 15 minute 
uh, d- gameplay demo, yeah. actual gameplay they showed. Um, it looked a little bit on the bland side, but I quite liked some of the stuff you could do. They they showed off the um, one of the abilities you can do is you can slow but blaster bolts coming down at you. Yeah, the Kylo like, like, force thing, like isn't what it? Kylo does in the beginning of Force Awakens. And then what you can do is you can then move a stormtrooper around apparently and make them make it fire at them uh, using the force, which sounds quite fun. That uh, feels so quite pl- dishonoured to me. And the yeah, yeah, I did a bit of that. Some of those time stopping skills, and you can hit the bullets and that sort of stuff. That's uh, yeah, fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, I apparently, I mean, this is I, there was a lot of wall running, which is straight out of Titanfall Two. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, um, and apparently, there's a Metroidvania aspect to it, where you'll be going around to different planets and revisiting them uh, to you know and exploring them in different ways. Uh, the uh, Stig, the guy who's in charge of development, he promised a... He said it's... He was asked about the length of the game and he said it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's quite a, a, a worthwhile game, he said. He said it's not a five-hour campaign, which is kind of what Titanfall 2 was. Um, but, you know, at the same time, that's not really the kind of value for money we're really used to. They're asking 60 quid for this or whatever. You know, a 10-hour game is going to seem a little bit on the slim side. So I'd, I'd expect something around the 20-hour mark. Uh, Stig, the guy who's working on this, his previ- he'd previously worked on God of War 3. Yeah. So I, I imagine it'll be that sort of a sort of size. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm quite interested in that. It's out in November. That's, that's the only other game that I'm likely to get before Christmas, if I do. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, so not 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 like game of the session, but one I'm still excited for and looking forward to more is Borderlands Three. Um, there wasn't an awful lot more shown about it, but just a thing I'm looking forward to, so I thought I'd mention it. Uh, in the Bethesda conference, they also showed um, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Went a bit more into that. That's looking. They certainly did. That's looking like some more Nazi killing, eighties music, kitsch, uh, fun stuff. My yeah. real problem with that is it feels like the sort of game I need to sit down on the sofa with someone and play split screen co op with. Um, but yeah, my wife, I was thinking that. My wife and I was children just aren't going to do mind. that. Well, it's coming out. On, it's coming out on Switch. So uh, I don't know if you can hang on. Uh, I might be able to uh, join you there. Okay, you get it on that. I, I, I know it's not be. really the kind of game you're going to get on Switch, though, is it? You'll get it on a well. I think it's you. You want to chuck it up machine. on the telly, don't you? Um, yeah. yeah, but we we could we can. Uh, See if we can come up with some plans. Even if it's just have the odd uh, Wolfenstein and Beer Night, I think could be fun. Because yeah. it's not a long campaign. It's also not a full-price game, which I think is quite interesting. Oh, wow. Apparently, oh, okay. um, I, I haven't seen the actual prices, but uh, I'm, I'm thinking rather than a 60 quid coming out, it's going to be a 40 quid coming out or something like that. I did read that it's uh, cheaper than most, probably a shorter campaign. But actually, as a couch co-op game, you don't want a 60-hour campaign there. Um, no. To be able to do a, a few two-hour sessions with a mate swilling beer and shooting Nazis <laughs> sounds like a genuine pleasure to me. Absolutely. Uh, Doom Eternal's looking very good. Very good. Yeah. Looking like more Doom, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the yeah. only thing. I, I've, I, I'm interested in playing more Doom. Doom was very fun, but um, I think in terms of... It's not really going to... I can't really prioritise it over all the shiny new stuff that's coming out. Exactly that. It's 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 more of the same, bigger, better, all of that. But Watch Dogs, for me, um, is... 
throwing in a whole new formula, something genuinely interesting, which is why that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Outer Worlds is something interesting and new and entirely new IP. That's why that's exciting. 2077, new IP, genuinely looks fascinating from a trusted developer. That's why that's interesting. Um, was there another one on a general consensus? But when we're not talking, even though Watch Dogs is a sequel, it's got a totally new it's gameplay, gameplay yeah. mechanic. It's yeah. doing something new and cool. I was happy there was a lots of new stuff. Like that. Yeah. So I think that's the thing. It's, it's new, new IPs or new ideas. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. As far as like new, new idea type things, there were a couple of things that I noticed uh, a little bit of a trend forming. Um, they haven't really announced um, like explicit details but there's a game called 12 minutes that was at, at the microsoft conference that's kind of quite an interesting sort of adventure yeah, game where you're, it's got like a top-down perspective and then at the Bethesda conference arcane announced a new game called death loop oh yeah now Sorry, both that, of, that i did mean yeah. to mention good call yeah which both both of those games sounded to me <laughs> like they might have a bit of a groundhog day element to them yeah you know as in Try you need to solve the mystery to escape the loop. live die repeat yeah. kind of thing, and a bit like um, um the film Russian Doll. Yeah, yeah. Um, I prefer I mean, Groundhog that, Day. Yeah, I mean that's that's the origin of it, but but I mean it, the whole idea really is is very video gaming, mm. but they're just they're sort of just taking it literally and spinning it off in two very different ways. Anna Perna, actually, very interesting publisher. They they're an arm of a movie studio that do like weird horror stuff. And they had a couple of games there. I can't remember the other... Oh, the other one, I think, was the follow-up to her story uh, called um, Telling Lies, which features the actor Logan Marshall Green. I did play a bit uh, of her story. Um, I got bored. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those games that was kind of... Um, it was an experimental yeah, it was more of like an experience kind of thing where there was no like win condition. It was really down to you uh, to watch and cross-reference as much of it as possible yeah. to come to your own conclusion. Oh, the conclusion I came um, to was that I was bored and didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they've described this one as like an open world uh, version of that <laughs> in that they've just basically... Uh, quadrupled the amount of acting and actors in it. I don't know if the sound of my forehead came across on the microphone to my hand hitting my forehead <laughs> came across, but um, open world, one of those. I'll do it properly. <laughs> well done. That hurt. Um, <laughs> did, did you watch any of the uh, PC gaming show? No, no, no but apparently they uh, only used the right words for uh, people of various ethnicities and um didn't upset anyone at all that was that the aim of the pc that was it yeah for yeah, two hours brigade, long yeah. it was as well yeah yeah there are a couple of uh, notable things there uh the first one that i think might interest you will is this game called midnight ghost hunt which is basically ghostbusters without the license bring it um, okay. and it's like i think it looks like a bit of an asymmetric where you've got ghost versus might not be asymmetric at all, at all, actually. I think it's just ghost versus ghost bus. Ghost hunters. I am not afraid of any ghosts. <laughs> yeah, with their contraptions, and they mustn't cross the beams. What, what's that? <laughs> who, am I, who am I going to phone on the telephone? <laughs> Absolutely. Who are you going to get in contact with? 
Um, yeah, and so, yeah, it looked a bit like prey because you can uh, possess bits of furniture. So I think the ghosts aren't <laughs> actually possess, trying... I possess several bits of furniture, personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. no, but, uh, no, no, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry, check your inventory, sofa. I think, I think it, sorry, I think it seemed asymmetrical to me in that I don't think the ghosts are there to kill the Ghostbusters. They're just hunters. doing their, they're just doing their, sorry, the Ghost Hunters trademark. Hmm. Um, I wish I'd seen this just for the entertainment value. I might look it up. What's it called again? Yeah, look it up. Midnight Ghost Hunt. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So I thought I I did think of you, Will, when I watched it. I'm like, oh man, he's been banging on about them making a Ghostbusters game, and someone's made it, but it's uh, not official. Um, there was another announcement for a game because the PC gaming show it is honestly it's quite hilarious to watch it just in in terms of how sort of stupid it is and cheap it is. Maybe that's a bit unfair. Maybe I don't know. But they just show game after game, and it's kind of relentless. But they have this one game called Conan Chop Chop. Oh, I saw that. It's which... the cutesy Conan the Barbarian game. Yes. Uh, they did it. Uh, they announced it on April Fool's Day, and everyone just assumed it was an April Fool. Is it a problem that, actually... that Conan doesn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, I think in this context it's allowed. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, they they announced it as an April Fool, but little did they know that it was a double April Fool, and that it really is a game. <laughs> that's devolver esque. That is. Yeah, I know. It's it's verging on that Python esque ridiculousness. Mm. Um, they also showed Man Eater again, the uh, shark. Oh, the RPG. shark RPG. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's still in development. It's. They said that the story's going to be delivered via a, like, reality show. No. So that's that's quite interesting. I'm just thinking, so there was a game at E3 last year that I think was an Ubisoft one. And actually, I just remembered an Ubisoft game that um, I found interesting, something about gods, uh, which looked kind of cool, but that's as much mention as it'll get because I can't remember the details. Um, gods and Monsters. Yeah, that's the bunny. That looks quite interesting. That's out next year in the bad window. Um but I'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, but there was a game last year, you just put it in mind, um, and I think it was in the Ubisoft conference, but it might have been under... No, it can't have been Sony. It was a French developer dude, and it was all about like um, the, the rise oh, of the mankind. Oh, the monkeys? Monkeys? I don't think so. It's like rise... Is it ancestors? Might have been. I thought it was something to do with dreams or... Oh. No... I really there should was, have done some uh, research, shouldn't I? Or get it's all right. Notes. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, they had Ancestors at the PC Gaming Show, which now has a release date of August 27th. Oh, okay. I think that's on PC and Switch, maybe. Um, but that's, Did um, someone just um, change your voice modulation so you were a different character in Watch Dogs? No, yep. it was my, I might be right, <laughs> kind of pitch. Or oh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, Damn. Uh, yeah, sorry. They had they had like about they showed thirty games in two hours at the PC gaming show, as opposed to Microsoft sixty games in one hour or whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, they briefly showed Vampire Bloodlines. I'm very interested in this game. I have to say though, I am very worried at the uh, turnaround on this, um, and I think it's probably not going to be of the, uh, the sort of AAA. Yeah. 
I think it's going to be of the quality of the original, double, but I don't think that... is fine still, right? We don't have... These days, it's indie or, or AAA. And we used to have so many, like, A-class games or yeah. double A-class games. I think the Outer Worlds, for example, we should treat as a double A and expect not the yeah. ultimate polishedness, but a great game. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fair. I'm, I'm still thinking a little more of that. Really, it comes down to how much money are they asking for. Mm. If they're asking for 60 quid, I expect 60 quid of game. I don't care. I'm not making concessions because you haven't got the budget. Yeah, that's it a, should that's scale a up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a 35, 40 quid game, you get your 35, 40 quids worth. A game that comes yeah. out at 12 quid, your expectations are lower. Yeah, yeah if, if Vampire Bloodlines comes out at 40 then I'll be like, okay, expectations adjusted. Yeah. But, but um, you know, um, if, if, if they're asking for 60 quid, then I expect 60 quid worth of game. I think that, so. that was something I liked with the last uh, Far Cry, the um, uh, New Dawn. The fact is Ubisoft could have put it out as a full-price game, but I picked it up. I think they put it out as 39.99. I picked it up 35 quid new. That's the right way yeah. to do it. Definitely. Um, they... They showed Shenmue free, which I sort of am contractually obliged to be kind to. But I have to say, I think it'll be fine for people that want more Shenmue, as long as what they are expecting is a game of similar graphical and presentational standards to the original, which came out about 20 years ago. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's all I'm really going to say on the matter. It's not owned by us anymore. Uh, it's They lost the publishing to it, but... They put the first two out recently. Oh, you mean Sega? Yes. I say when you say us, I didn't know I had a share in it. No. Sorry. No. Uh, my the company that I that pays my wages. <laughs> um, they announced a versus mode for Vermintide Two, uh, which uh, whatever. Um, yeah. Quite like the first one. Um, and the only other thing that I meant that I think's worth mentioning from that that PC gaming show is that Baldur's Gate Three was there making a presence, which I'm very excited about. Oh, yes. Um, Sorry, that is actually one of those ones that should have been my list of excitements, but I just forgot about it in the excitement. Mm. Yeah, that's it. It's easily it's, done. And it's only because Larian are doing it. Yeah. Right. Larian, uh, what? right now, haven't put a foot wrong. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently they pitched for it uh, after they'd made the first Divinity Original Sin, and Wizards of the Coast were a bit, I uh, don't know, you're not really AAA enough for us. So, meanwhile, Divinity did really well, and the sequel did really well. The sequel so... was getting 10 out of 10 across the fucking board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they, they clearly the premier developer when it comes to that style of game. Absolutely. Um, who used so to, it... ironically, be, um, uh, at one point, oh, who are the guys that put out Anthem? Bioware. Bioware. Yeah. Which is... Oh, they've... Been unseated, well and truly. Horribly so, but I, I think that was with a lot of help from EA to unseat them, ironically. Yeah, yeah and really talented uh, European developers with lots of passion and the right attitude and not being ruled by horrible, dirty big companies. corporate publishers. That's it, yeah. Who, who publishes uh, Valerian stuff? Are they self published? I... They are self published, I, I believe. I, like I, CD I, Project Red. Well, I might see. Interestingly, I just got a note from uh, Namco Bandai. I must be on a list, and I just got a message from their PR 
about cyberpunk. So they are handling their PR, I think, and maybe some of their publishing, like um, Namco Bandai. Maybe with the disc so, distribution, because I know they're very much about yeah. pub- publishing their own. They started as a publisher for yeah, their they software. Well, pirate, they are pirate publisher, I believe. Maybe, maybe yeah. they're looking to actually put this absolutely everywhere, and by teaming up with Bandai Namco, they're, they're worldwide looking at the Far East as well. Could be an element of that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they might be helping them out. Um, but yeah, hmm. uh, yeah, CD Projekt are like probably the biggest independent developer. Yeah. They're nearly a thousand people strong now, which they kind of they kind of have to be to be, you know, making the quality of game that they are making. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're Polish. Yeah, they're complete... hardworking. What can I say? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I'm quarter Polish, yeah. which means I work hard quarter of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, um, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three. So, have you? Did you play the first two ever? Uh, like back in the day, I've dabbled. I never finished, but I did play. Uh, I I I got into that kind of gaming around the Icewind Dale time. Yeah, so it was post Baldur's so, Gate, so it would have been going back. I I did have a go, but I never really got into it. Uh, but I do yeah. appreciate that Larian are doing it. Baldur's Gate is regarded as a fantastic. Um, property and the fact that this is basically dungeons and dragon rules gets me quite wet yeah me too because and this is um this is fifth edition D, which is the actual D that i have been playing the actual pen and paper stuff so i'm quite familiar with the rules and the uh the possibilities for character creation and stuff is pretty awesome uh so what they're trying so they're working very closely with wizards of the coast to make this a very accurate translation of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. But at the same time, I think they're going to be able, Larry and are going to be able to put their spin on it. So, yeah, you'll be able to cast a fireball, but they'll have all their, you know, elemental physics going on with it yeah, as well. That, which is... But it's also the, 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 the stories that they will write. You'll be able to do things any way you want to. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what's really enticing. There's no release date on this. It's probably going to be a while, I think, before we see this. Is there anything else that anyone wants to mention about E3 before we move on? Well, I think that something that's impressing me and and baffling and surprising me is the fact that The Witcher 3 is getting ported to the Nintendo Switch along with a load of other games. But Witcher 3, just a case of how, um, I think if that turns out to be at all workable, unfortunately, I've played the witcher 3 through twice and i'm quite a completionist so i pretty much did every single quest i can't see myself touching it particularly when i already own mm. it on playstation 4 no but god anyone who's got a switch and hasn't played the witcher 3 should purchase it well it's just it's just a market there that they need to add yeah you know i do like any- the fact that nintendo seem to be getting some third party games that's it. On it, and they're they're correcting the mistakes they made with the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah. Although they're all um, yeah. they're all subject to Nintendo tax. God, yeah, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, Bethesda are all over it. Doom Eternal's going on there. Wolfenstein, the Youngblood. New... Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein's on there. Uh, they they announced uh, Resident Evil Five and Six is going on there. Yeah. Um, oh, God, that reminds me. Um, I did have a slight gripe with Five. Um, because they showed the split screen element, and when it came out on the PS3, it had these horrible misaligned uh, <coughs> sections and borders all around it, and it seems like they've literally just ported it onto it, and it's still got that. Why didn't they just make them full screen width for the side? Ah, uh, weird. 
Yeah, don't know. That's anyway. annoying. Um, I may, I have a couple of other observations about E3. Uh, first one was uh, well done, Double Fine, on getting snapped up by Microsoft. Uh, this is good news because uh, they've been floundering a little before they did their camp, uh, their crowdfunder for the new Psychonauts uh, sequel. And that's looking pretty good, pretty Psychonauts. Uh, but the thing was, the problem with Double Fine was, uh, before that, they had a number of pretty sizable big games that had just tanked. And they were really in danger of like having to shut shop. Uh, so hopefully being owned by Microsoft allows them to take a few more risks um, and hopefully not just pump out endless sequels I must admit, to Psycho. I'm hoping that Microsoft bought the studios that they bought to allow the studios to do the things they do. That's the only concern. Yeah. Um, but if Microsoft basically say, we brought you in to do your own thing, we're just going to help you funding-wise, then that's brilliant. If they're going to do right. what EA did, which is force... Studios that were really good at like a specific thing to do lots of it. Yeah. Well, no, to do something entirely different. You t- you take oh. um oh Christ, uh, Dragon Age guys, Bioware, and so yeah. you take that. It's like yeah, yeah, uh, Dragon Age one. We really, really liked that. Uh, so we want you to take that, do it a lot faster, a lot cheaper. You'll have to reuse some assets and uh, turn it into an arcade game. By the way, um. Yeah, we want... Oh, oh. and uh, de- oh, the DLC, yeah. It's going to have to have DLC. The one of those characters that you've built, just m- lock that behind a paywall. Microsoft soft start behaving like that, we're in trouble. But I don't think they will. Hopefully not. There was um, one other quick thing. I don't know if it was on the Microsoft one, but it was the Blair Witch game. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember seeing that. Yeah, that, that was, was on Microsoft. Freaky. That's, uh, yeah, I, did- I looked... I was going to mention that. That's made by the same team, uh, Bloober... I think they're Polish, and okay. they're they're the guys that made a game called Observer, which I played last year, which was quite cool. Where you were like, it had Rot- Rutger Hoyer doing the main oh, wow. voice on it, and uh, you were oh, like, it was like a cyberpunk game. So they're they're pretty good at their horror stuff. So it will definitely be scary. So yeah. I don't know if I'll play it on that. It was basis. quite funny because I, I when it came to the bit where it was like I was like, oh, this is a bit creepy. Uh, don't know what I feel about this, and it was like the guy standing in the corner went, oh, that's a bit Blair Witch. And it zoomed yep. out the forest that it was the symbol. I went, it is Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, um, I think some people were um, disappointed that it wasn't Outlast 3 or whatever. Yeah. But it could just be a scary, to be honest. Yeah, fuck those games. <laughs> Lasted about 10 minutes. I've got one it's... more quick mention of a game. Um, and it's a game that came out already, but it was more like an announcement. It was on the Nintendo one, uh, Nintendo Direct. Smash Brothers, I'm, I can't play the game because there's only two of us. It doesn't work. It's like a multiplayer brawl sort of thing. Um, this game is astounding me in the amount of guest characters it appears to be having because yeah. they announced Banjo Kazooie in addition to it. But what does that mean? It's 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 no, but it's a Nintendo game. <laughs> But it has characters from Sega games, Sony games, Capcom games. It like five, six, seven different publishers. And how the fuck did they get that 
through. It's like it's like the Ready Player One of video yeah, games. It's mental. I just I mean, regardless what your, you think about the game, the concept have all your of pop it, culture in yeah. your face. But that's the thing, and Pokemon as well. It's like the the, the concept of how they managed to get this through. The, the legal paper for it must be absolutely astounding. There must be a room somewhere, like Scrooge with Duck's money bin with just contracts. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's probably done the same way that Spider Man's in the MCU, something like that. Probably. Yeah, uh, I, I just I was going to mention on the back of the whole uh, Microsoft buying studios, uh, they announced uh, the next game by Ninja Theory called Bleeding Edge. Ooh, I was a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I was a little bit uh, meh about this because to me it just looked like a bit of a um, Overwatch M- wannabe. Melee Overwatch, but it's melee yeah. only, which makes it interesting. Worth an eye. <laughs> yeah, I think those those melee games can be quite amusing. I know there's one on PC that's supposed to be hilarious where you're playing as knights and uh, throwing yeah. chicken at people and stuff, but I don't, I don't know. If you're throwing chicken, really... it's not melee. That's very true. If you're that's very true. With the chicken, that's fine. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, I think we're kind of scraping the barrel a bit now. Really, yeah. uh, I think we've mentioned most of what we're really excited about. Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast, part of the Not Listening Podcast Network, where you can also find the Not Watching Podcast, where we talk about movies and TV, and the Not Listening Podcast, where you can hear Adam and Co. talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk. And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, bye! I messed Are you that punching up. Punching a guitar or something. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sorry, hearing that too. <laughs> like... I think I think I'm I'm just putting my vape down and it weighs a ton. So <laughs> sounds, sounds like I think I'm just is getting beaten up in your flat. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna have to edit all of that out. It's my fault. I'm the one making the fucking racket this week. Um, if you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that one eight hundred flowers dot com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.